Welcome to the Yadkin Examine. My name is Jonathan Gaylord, the pastor at Yadkinville United Methodist Church, and the Yadkin Examine is a weekly podcast where every Monday we take a moment to reflect on the past week, give thanks to God, and seek strength for the day and week to come. The Examine comes out of a technique described by Ignatius Loyola and is still practiced by Jesuits twice daily. We've adapted it here to help us reflect on the events in our lives and discern God's presence and will for us. We'll use prompts for self-reflection from various sources, like the 22 questions John Wesley and the Holy Club at Oxford would ask themselves daily. In addition to that, we'll hear an excerpt from Sunday's sermon, and we'll draw some reflection questions from the sermon, our worship, and the scripture text. The reflection questions are listed in the show notes, and you may want to copy them so that you can write out your answers as a journaling practice. As we prepare to pray together, I invite you to take a moment to center your body, heart, and mind for prayer, maybe through taking several deep breaths, finding a comfortable posture, anything that helps you to be present to the Holy Spirit in our midst. Let us now begin with an excerpt from our July 16th sermon preached by me, Jonathan Gaylord, on John chapter 1, and the question, What tools do we have to faithfully interpret Scripture? We read Scripture from Genesis to Revelation, understanding that the God we're reading about in Exodus, the God we're reading about in Leviticus, the God we're reading about in First and Second Kings and in the prophets, the God we're reading about in the Gospels and in Paul, that God came into the world, became flesh, lived and taught and died on the cross, went into the tomb and was raised again. This is the lens that we understand Scripture through, is Jesus Christ. That God, from the beginning of time, has desired relationship with us. And that for everything that has happened, for everything that has gone on, for everything that is in front of us and behind us and around us, in everything and through everything, God, above all else, wants good for us. That God, above all else, wants relationship with us. That God's love pours out around us and over us. So when you read Scripture, no matter what part of Scripture we're reading, we should be reading it with the eyes that this God that has shown up in Genesis, this God that has shown up in Nehemiah, this God that has shown up in John, this God that has shown up in First and Second Timothy and in Revelation, this God loves you. And that this God would do anything to give you new life and hope. And I think that is the most foundational, fundamental tool we have for interpreting Scripture faithfully. To understand that the God who shows up in the Bible, that God loves us so much that he sent his only son into the world. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Or as Paul says in another part of one of his letters, for I have pledged to know nothing among you except for Jesus Christ and him crucified. The God who led the Israelites across the Red Sea, the God who rained down manna in the wilderness, that God is Jesus Christ crucified 
That God is the God that shows up over and over and over again, ready to say, I love you. Often we talk about the book, the, the Bible. We talk about this as, you know, this is the word of God. This is the word of God. Which is kind of a, a silly thing. You know, you grew up and you're like, you were told, who, who here is told, don't throw the Bible because it's the word of God? Anybody? I'm not going to throw the Bible, don't worry. But it's kind of a silly thing because in this book, in the Bible, John chapter 1 begins, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. Jesus Christ is the one who is speaking to us, who is working in us, who is calling us by name, who is saying, I love you. One theologian commented that on this very idea that you know, the Bible might not be the Word of God, but it is the cradle that holds the Word of God. In Scripture, we find Jesus Christ. In Scripture, we find the Holy Spirit and we find God. And now I feel like a Baptist preacher. In this book, we find salvation. We find Jesus Christ. We find God who is constantly showing up in our lives and in the world. And through tradition, through experience, through reason, through our communities of faith, through prayer, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can read Scripture and figure out what God is calling us to do and who God is calling us to be today. And it begins and ends with understanding that our lens for reading the Bible is that Jesus Christ, who was in the beginning with God, who became flesh and dwelt among us, who went to the cross, who was laid in the tomb, who was raised again, who promises us new life, did all of that for love of us did all of that because God desires relationship with us. Our reading of Scripture for faithful interpretation begins and ends with the realization that God loves us and God has made promises to God's people. And that those promises will not fail. So how do we interpret Scripture faithfully? We trust that God's love is what God has said it is. We come to the book knowing that in these pages, in these words, we can see God. That God will speak to us. That God will appear to us. And we go knowing that the Holy Spirit is moving and active and working. Almighty God, thank you for this opportunity to pause and to reflect, to look back over the week that has been, to prepare ourselves for the week that will be. Lord, may your spirit, may your love live within us today. Be with us now in this hour of prayer. Almighty God. 
prayerfully review your past week. What are you thankful for? Where did the Holy Spirit move? As we consider where we may have fallen short, ask yourself these questions from John Wesley and the Holy Club. Do I disobey God in anything? Did the Bible live in me today? Do I give it the Bible? Time to speak to me every day. As we look at the week that is to come, ask yourself these questions drawn from the sermon and the scripture text. What have you been taught about the doctrines of scriptural inerrancy or infallibility? How is this different from what is suggested in the sermon and the proclamation that the word of God is Christ? How can you read scripture in community? How is your life of private scripture reading? Almighty God, thank you for being with us, for upholding us, for uplifting us, for strengthening us, for loving us. Almighty God, be with us this day as we go out. Help us to be your people, seeking to love you and know you more. Fill our hearts, Almighty God, to sing your praise. We pray all this through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Before we go out to the busyness of our lives, let us reflect once more on John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world. And the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood, or of the will of the flesh, or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. Thank you so much for praying the Advent Examine with us today. Just want to let you know that next week and the week after, we're doing some throwback sermons as I am on vacation. So next week, we'll hear from the Dr. Brian Elrod and the week after that from uh, Dorian Palmer, both of whom preached uh, back in June. And so we'll be blessed to hear and remember their sermons again. 
prior to doing this podcast, I actually didn't go back and listen to my guest preachers preach a whole lot, um, but it's been a great experience for me over the course of the Ad Can Examine when I have had to go back um, and put them into the podcast uh, to revisit those sermons where I was out of town. And so it's been a blessing to me, and I know, and I know it will be a blessing to you as well. But along those lines, I will be back uh, the first week in August, and throughout the month of August, I will be preaching uh, from Genesis chapter 37 on, focusing on the story of Joseph. So if you and your personal spiritual devotion can work Genesis chapter 37 to the end of the book of Genesis into your scripture reading, uh, that might enliven and enrich some of what we do throughout the month of August. So I encourage you to take that opportunity, and we can all read Genesis 37 onwards together. And a reminder that the Adkin Lectio will still come out on Wednesdays, the Adkin Examine will still come out every Monday, and we will be worshiping together on Sundays at 10 a.m. in person in beautiful Yadkinville, North Carolina, or in beautiful YouTube land. And if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do that. We have 196 subscribers. Would love to hit 200 by the time we get back from vacation. Uh, so give that gift to me, I guess. Uh, go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make us, get us to 200. Until we pray together again, I wish God's blessings upon you. I wish that God would make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May God lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.